Hello, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another Well Coffee Chat. I've got, uh, looks like the internet might be playing up again this morning. Anyway, it rains here and then the internet uh, plays up. But hopefully you're all well, wherever you are. If you're online right now, let me know. Let me know if you're in the house. I've got Danny there. Morning, Danny. I've got Tim. Morning, Tim. And uh, Facebook, you behind the veil. <laughs> morning, morning, Kevin. Is there too? Morning to you, mate. Good to see you. While well, things are warming up, oh, it's trying to get itself sorted. You would think in this day and age, just things that just work. But, uh, you know, hey, it's uh, a lot of details in there. Uh, Jeff's back in there. Good to see you, mate. It back, Jeff. Sharon, morning to you. Hope you're good, buddy. Hope you're well. Hope you're well. There's Connie. Oh, yeah, well, I just got a message that says the internet's been restored here. There you go. Anyway, should we should we should be back on track. Fantastic. Good to have you here this morning, folks. While we're getting ourselves a little bit uh, sorted with any of our technical issues, uh, why don't we just do the uh, the quick warm-ups, the quick intros. Uh, if you didn't already know, Jason Witten's my name. Most of you know that, though. Most of you do know that. But uh, if you didn't, hello. Welcome to a wealth coffee chat. What are we at about 10 past 8 each day, we get together and have a bit of a yarn, a bit of a chat, grab yourself a coffee or a tea, whatever you're into, and uh, we talk about staying on track, keeping ourselves on track for our property investing goals, our property investing plans, residential property, buy and hold, buy well, don't sell, keep a good property for a long time. That's what we talk about here, and uh, there's always lots going on. Uh, it's kind of like a, a thing the media like to talk about. It's certainly something the politicians like to gouge. They can't get the fingers out of our wealth. Uh, so for all of us, we need to make sure that we manage ourselves well when it comes to uh, our wealth, and we need to make sure we stay on track. So there you go. All right, that's what it's all about. If you're new, welcome. Thank you. Good to have you here. Let us know where you're coming in from. So today I thought we would talk about something, uh, something that's interesting, a 25% gap. Anyone want to have a guess? If you're online and you can still hear me, because the internet's still playing up here. Uh, if, you're on, if you're there and you can hear me, uh, tell me, what do you reckon? Morning, Justin. What gap, what, what is this gap, this 25% gap and growing uh, and um the distance 25 to 50K and growing, that distance growing. What do you think I'm talking about when it comes to these things this morning? Have a guess in the chat. Chuck it in the chat, see if you think you might know while I get myself organized here. What gap do you think is going on, folks? Certainly has to do with the shortage of properties uh, for sure um, and uh, certainly has to do with something with the CBD for sure. Um and it's a little something that is about the distance from our from our CBD folks. The distance from our CBD. Let me see if I can get this. Uh, I had an update on the old uh, on the old what's the name? Now you guys might have seen this before. The, I call this the proximity. Uh, the proximity of profit for when it comes to property um, and. Uh, for many of us, yeah, distance from the CBD, um, the idea 
that when we are building our portfolio, we have these these two, we, we have these these constraints. Well, usually it's the number one thing is uh, a constraint of what, folks? What what's the number one constraint or you know number that we as property investors often end up working with? Tell me in the chat. So you go, you go and see the team, you go see a coach, you go see. Uh, the team to help you get ready. You go see the mortgage broker or the bank or somebody. You always see a finance expert. Don't see just the bank because they're uh, not on your side. But uh, what's the thing that constrains us as investors? Uh, it's not self-imposed. It's real. Um, what is it? What is the the thing? So we go and we get ourselves organized. We get our borrowing power organized. Now, borrowing power gives us a budget, right? Gives us a budget. Uh, how much? Yeah, yeah. Deposit LMI stamps, right? Exactly, Jeff. And you go, all right. What's my budget? And so, depending on your um, income, depending on how much money you've got together, you know, we go and have a look. And yeah, sometimes the yield helps for sure, Tim. Um, for sure, for sure. But we get our finance organised and we get a budget. So let's say we've got a budget of seven hundred k, right? So then from that, we've got a budget of 700K. What are the things that we want to, you know, decide? And big picture, big picture. First, uh, first we want to have a look at, you know, the location. Uh, location, we've got to say, all right, well, you know, what what state do we want to invest in? Uh, in that state, what city? Uh, and then in that city, you know, uh, how far from infrastructure? And often it's, you know, CBD or, you know, uh, beaches or, you know, employment or whatever it is, right? So so we, we have these questions. All right, what location, what state, what city, um, and uh, what location distance from infrastructure do we want to be, let's say, in that city? Uh, and then after we sort of, you know, we've got our budget, folks, and we've got our location, then what do we choose? What do we choose? We go, oh, you know, I would like, I would like to buy uh, a house, a townhouse or a unit, right? So it's kind of those three, right? We've got three choices and we've got to tick the box in the location. So one, we get our budget done. Two, we choose our location. And three, we choose the type of property that we want to buy. And and sometimes the type of property might be based on a strategy. It might be based on, you know, yield. It might be based on, you know, capital growth. There's a few things, but this is kind of a big picture and you can tune it up, right? Tune it up. So, what are we talking about? What are we talking about, Jason? We're talking about this idea, folks, that is if we are, let's say, let's call this zero to five from the CBD, five to, um, let's say, five to 15, and then 15 to, you know, 35K, you know, what does it look like? This is the distance from, let's say, I'm just going to use the CBD here. We've got a 700,000 budget. Let's go and have a look at you know what we can buy. What what can we do in that in that area, that location, that place? And let's just go through the three big eastern state cities. All right, tell me, can you buy a house, folks? Can you buy a house? Play along with me, uh, and we'll do Sydney. We'll do this. This can be Sydney. Um, what distance from the CBD do we? So, can you buy a house for seven hundred k, folks, for Sydney? What are you going to get? Where do you got to be? How far away from? you know, from the city, do you have to go? 
to get a house for 700K. Can you get a house for $700,000 in Sydney? Folks, I don't know. Don't, I don't know about you. I haven't shopped around for a house for a while in Sydney myself, but I think the answer is no. Well, depends on how far you go away, right? Where do you have to go? Uh, you'd have to be in Newcastle. Yeah, I reckon Dolls House. <laughs> yeah, so let's just say Newcastle. 100K, folks, it's not even in the same town. You can't get one for 700K. This is Sydney, right? We're going to talk Sydney uh, right here. So, you know, what do you get for 700K? How far away from the city? You know, maybe, let's just say maybe you can get a bed sit. Let's say just, it's not even a one bed. One bed. Let's just go one bed if you're lucky for 700K. Uh, a townhouse, so this unit, uh, a townhouse, uh, you might be able to get one in Sydney and I reckon you're, you're certainly going to be 35 to 50K away, right? So like that distance, folks, for, for Sydney is, you know, 30 to 50K, right? And in here, uh, yeah, I don't even know if you're going to get a – you might get a one better, you know, 5, 8K from the CBD in Sydney. You, you might. Maybe tell me if, if I haven't looked for one betters in Sydney personally myself for a little while, right? So let's have a look at another town, right? So you go, all right, well, let's have a look at – let's have a look at Melbourne, right? Melbourne, Vic, Melb, Melbs. Let's have a look at the distance for Melbourne. Now, will you get something for 700K, a good unit uh, in Melbourne? Yeah, yeah, you will. You, you'll get something. You'll certainly get a one better. You certainly get a one bed um, in the Melbourne, and certainly that fifth, that five to fifteen k, maybe even five to yeah five to fifteen k, you can get a great unit in Melbourne, uh, and then you're looking townhouses out sort of out here, and then the houses in Melbourne you can absolutely get a house, but you're you're a distance away. You're out that thirty five, um, you're that thirty five fifty k away from Melbourne, right? So. You know, what do we just do, folks? What do we just do in Williamstown? Like, tell me, uh, most of you saw our Williamstown launch the other day, right? What can you get? You can get you can get not from the CBD, uh, Oceanside with, with views, it's a bit more. But tell me, what, what, what do we get over there in Williamstown for our budget, for our 700 budget? You've got a, a, a cracking one better if you wanted. And you actually, you, you could get yourself a two better, two better over there. Williamstown, water, cafes, restaurants, walking distance, Melbourne, great value for an apartment, right? Um, uh, but a house, you know, a bit further away, right? So let's go and have a look at Brisbane. Let's go look at uh, good old Brizzy. You know, Brisbane, what can you do? Now, Brizzy's uh, changed a fair bit, but you go, okay, CBD, Brisbane, not a chance, uh, not a chance you're going to get a house in uh, – for 700k but where are you getting a house in brizzy for 700 you're certainly going to be in that sort of yeah it's that it's that 30 to 40k at the moment but it's still damn fine and, and matter of fact a bit closer uh we talked about um springfield the other day right we, we, we launched a deal in springfield um i think that's 26k from the cbd as the crow flies so so you're getting you know um sub 700 700k 26 so so for houses so for housing dollar per distance to the the CBD you know uh, rental yield big city on the eastern coast you know Brizzy's got some great value in there townhouse yes you know you're getting townhouses in that sort of 
you know, 20 to 30K mark as well. Um, and uh, the, apart- the apartment world, certainly in Brisbane, certainly the new apartments are a little bit of a struggle. The second-hand apartments, yes, you'll get, um, you'll get that in the CBD. So what's the point? What's the point of our chat discussion this morning, folks? The point is, you know, where's some value and what's going on and what's, what's, what's this gap I was talking about? So, you know, here's some data that's just come out um, not so long ago. You know, the gap between, folks, the gap between, you know, apartments and houses uh, is pretty large. It's, you know, approximately 25%. So 25% gap um, and certainly with the ability, the affordability, folks, the affordability, the borrowing power, that's certainly making, you know, um, making the world of investing. Certainly, if you're buying your own home, uh, a, a lot of people are choosing to buy a, a unit. Not only for price, folks. Not only for price. What is the other thing that a lot of people are choosing? Because we all learnt a little bit about uh, the lifestyle we would like to live. Um, you know, over the last few years, I think COVID taught a lot of people about. You know, life is better when you choose when you get to, you know, design some of the some of your uh, your world a bit better. Um, you know what 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 else has been you know what else drives this from a um, from a from a value point of view, right? And so, if we have a look at some things here, you know, the gap, the distance, you know, the difference between capital city houses and unit prices. I mean, have a look at the the the, the gap or the the price differential in places like Sydney, that's crazy, you know. And, and if you have a look at, um, you know, most of these places, you look up here, let's let's look at those top four. You're looking at uh, Sydney, you're looking at uh, ACT, you're looking at uh, Brisbane, and you're looking at, where's Melbourne? Mel- Melbs is down there, and you've got Hobart. I think it's Hobart. Why would they put such a – no, that's not Hobart. It's Greater Adelaide. But, you know, have a look at those three folks. You know, some of those differences are kind of 40 and 50% um, in there as well. So what will that do? What is that doing? Well, depending on the distance, and Sharon nailed it right there, and also Tim, you know, what other things are we thinking about? Well, we'll think about location, amenities, lifestyle. No one wants to, you know, live – 50k from the CBD, where there's no shops, no schools, no no jobs, and be driving. Uh, if if they can choose something else, if if something else works, right? Um, and that's the thing we all need to understand for the future for property investing and for our portfolios, folks. You know, um, yeah, exactly. Walk to the gym, you know, those sorts of things. Now, um, the challenge. Here's the challenge. Check out this, the the land value. So, you know, here's some of the other things that are going on too um, in the marketplace. You know, land values are going uh, up. Actually, land sizes are coming down, which are pushing the average square metre up, right? So you have a look in 23, you know, uh, you know the the square meterage all up, 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 and that, that's understandable as well. But here's the big, here's the big one. And this is part of the conversation today. Is if you have a look at this twenty-five kilometer, um, this is twenty. This is the approvals um, uh, increasing fifty k's away. Big increase. 
40k away, big increase. Um, 35k away, big increase. 30k away, big increase. So really, when you think about this, folks, the distance from the CBD where the approvals are now is um, uh, for Sydney and Melbourne is a long way away. And you have a look at this, you know, 75k away, but, you know, it's 40, 30, 35, 40, 50k away. A long way away from the city. Now, what does that do? Well, it pushes, you know, uh, people into other spots. And if it's planned well, it's perfectly fine, uh, but it's not it's not, uh, it's not something that, uh, you know, most people are going, all right, if I've got a job in the city, I'm going to go live 50K away and drive into the CBD every day. Whew, that's not going to happen. So we need to think about that as we build our portfolio, folks. We need to think about that as we build our portfolio. So uh, away we go. Uh, I saw this the other day, which is pretty interesting. Um, you know, there's there's the... The, the distance from the CBD, according to a census, where do people want to live? You know, they, they want to live really between, you know, 10 and 30K from the CBD. That's kind of the sweet spot. But where's all the, you know, this is between 10 and 30K, right? But where, but where are they building or where's the approvals? It's 30 to 50K, right? Kilometers away. So, you know, that's something that, you know, all of the developers should be having a think about. I saw this one the other day, which was good. How can we solve this? Here's an idea. You know, there's a lot of spare bedrooms underutilized, unused for accommodation, right? And you get Muppets like Dan, Dan the disaster, you know, down in Victoria, now going, oh, you know, we're going to charge for Airbnb and all of these councils saying no Airbnb, um, governments or count, uh, uh, government's ATO does something as well. So we've got all this spare in, uh, uh, inventory. We've got all these spare rooms. We've got all this spare property that we could for if we wanted to solve this accommodation issue, there'd that, be a really easy way to solve it right now, right? So what happens if you rent your room out in your own home? You know, the ATO goes, oh, hang on. You know, you're earning income now. Uh, so we want to tax you, and depending on how you do that, you could, you know, potentially uh, have a capital gains tax now because you rented out your principal place of residence. Well, wake up, you muppets! You know, why don't you make uh, an exemption for uh, uh, owner occupiers? Let even even say maybe it could be for retirees. Mate, like like there are so many spare rooms uh, around in the right locations, but these muppets, you know aren't talking to the other Muppets, and, uh, you know, we could solve that. We could put 100,000 bedrooms uh, up for people that could create income that couldn't, that that doesn't affect their capital gains tax exemption, um, and it shouldn't, and we'd have bedrooms and we'd have accommodation right now. Like, there's an idea. Why don't we do that? No, because they're idiots. Anyway, that's my little uh, soapbox moment today. But the challenge is, folks, you guys know the drill. Let's bring this home. Uh, today, the commencements are down. Uh, certainly, uh, yeah, exactly. And the government, the government have a problem because they're they're like a bunch of they're, they're like a bunch of addicts, folks. Unfortunately, they're addicted. Like they're on the crack cocaine of income from property, right? 
They are addicted to the 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 revenue they get from property, uh, and none of them have got the guts to to change the model to make it better. Like they're all cowards, basically. You know, they brought in the GST, uh, which was meant to get rid of uh, stamp duty, and they kept it. Absolute scumbags. But anyway, I'm fired up today. <laughs> anyway, and you got stuff like Dickhead Dan now you know, trying to get, and it's not the end of the world, by the way. By the way, folks, Dan's charging reason not to invest in Victoria. By the way, he's just an idiot. Um, and, you know, go and go and go and uh, go and cut and politicians pay by a thousand bucks each politician per year, and, and you make the same money, you muppet. There you go. Go and reduce this duty. You know, go and you know, go and do something useful to to motivate you know everyday Aussies to help out in the in the world of property investing which we have done for decades and uh those bunch of idiots now they've ruined it so badly that the only people who are going to come in are big institutions and uh they're not going to do it for free i can tell you right anyway anyway there you go what's the point the point is folks uh there's a gap between apartments and houses um which distance between uh where people want to live and what type of property they want to live in what will that do for property investors? Well, if you, for example, if you don't own a house within a 30K radius of a city, then I'd, I'd suggest you should go buy one because it's, just, and, you know, just the the uh, ripple effect uh, is uh, is important. You know, where's good value now? Brisbane, you know, where's good value for apartments? You know, uh, Melbourne, you know, uh, Sydney is starting actually. Sydney's got a few little opportunities in apartments in in the new cities, like where those where where they're creating new CBDs instead of travelling into that CBD. Well, they travel into you know Parramatta CBD, which is a business centre, um, et cetera, et cetera. Think about that. Anyway, that's it. I'm done today, folks. Wealth Coffee Chat over and out. Um, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully that was of use today getting us thinking about what's going on there in the world of property investing. As always, if you've got anything you want me to have a bit of a Wealth Coffee chat on, put it in the chat. I'll review it later on and uh, see what is going on. If you want to, come and join me tomorrow, folks, and we can hang out, have another Wealth Coffee chat. That's what we're up to. That's where we'll be tomorrow, folks. Also, 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 on Friday, I won't be doing a Wealth Coffee chat. I'll be doing uh, the Freedom Machine for business owners and investors, so uh, track that down if you're keen on it. And um, I think that's about it. All right, folks, you guys be awesome, be well. Remember, this thing's a marathon, not a sprint. Takes time to build a property portfolio. Don't get distracted with shiny object syndrome. All right, that's it. Stop rabbiting on, Jason. You're done. See you, folks. Have a good one. Bye for now. 